Prayer does things that can't be done any other way. And I've often said somewhere along the way in the last decades in the American church, we just decided we could do this thing without praying. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast. Uh, we are honored that you are here again with us. We, t- we don't take for granted your time. I'm Kyle Reno, and I'm with Bill Elif, the bishop, as I call him. He loves that that name because that's who he is to me. And uh, man, we have a blast. We love doing this, and we love what God is doing. Even between episodes, we're talking about just the movement of God in churches and in our nation. And I truly believe uh, we do. We believe that we're in a moment, that we're in a moment that the wind is blowing, uh, that the river of life is running. And we just want to help any way we can. Uh, people get in that. Last week, we, we've been in a series, Prayers That Change Stuff, That Change Things, That Change the World. And uh, last week, we looked at Daniel 10, uh, Bill, and we really looked at what it meant for a man to position himself. And then we got to see the supernatural activity of God in a spiritual realm and how our prayers play a part in shaping that. And I know in your own heart, it made you think, you know what, let's take that and and let's, let's help our listeners and be reminded ourselves what it looks like to walk into heavenly places. So man, let us see it in the yeah. scripture real quick, Bill. Well, and you know, uh, Kyle, uh, I don't want to miss what you just said there that that there is there people say are we in revival I don't know that we're in revival in our nation I, I, I don't think we are full blown like a nationwide revival but there is a significant stirring hmm. and and one of the ways it's 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 manifesting itself is coming out of covid so many pastors were brought uh, to the end of themselves and churches and just stripped down that they, they here, here's the end result. They started praying. I just can't tell you how many pastors I deal with that say, said prayer was really not a part of my life or mm. a part of the church. Now they would have said it was, but in terms of it being the foundational thing, and I'll give right. you an illustration. We've, we've interviewed on here, Nathan Lino several times and Nathan uh, in his He's been in, in a church, and then and then the Lord moved to another church. In both of those churches, in two years, they've seen over 2,000 people come to Christ and be baptized. And he would tell you, he said, Bill, we did nothing different but begin to pray and, and make it foundational to the life of this church that we are going to pursue the presence of God and cry out to God in prayer. And I think what's happened is that there is, uh, and we've been seeing this rising tide of prayer across our nation. Uh, the Asbury movement helped stimulate that and other things. And, and, and here's the thing, prayer changes things. That's right. Prayer moves and prayer shakes the heavens. Prayer, prayer does things that can't be done any other way. And I've often said somewhere along the way in the last decades in the American church, we just decided we could do this thing without praying. Mm -hmm. We had enough machinery and advertising and 
programs and slick wineskins that we could get this done without prayer. And God just uh, shut off the tap of heaven at that point, I think, and reminds us that's, that's not going to happen. So today, uh, Kyle, I, just based on what we talked about last time, that Daniel began to pray and his words were heard in heaven, it says, hmm. and, and God began to dispatch armies to take care of the issue. And mm -hmm. God spoke to Daniel with words and, and uh, prayer changes things. Based on that, I want to just wrap us around Colossians 3, just the first four verses for a minute, and then let's talk about this, because I think this is a this is a life-changing truth about prayer. Now, Paul says in, in Colossians 1, if you have been raised up with Christ, and we have as Christians, keep seeking the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above. Now, that doesn't mean occasionally have a thought about heaven. That When you study that passage, it means the continual, constant direction of your mind should be there, not here. So he said, set your mind, focus on the things above. And then to reiterate it, he uses the negative, not on the things that are on the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, is revealed, it'll be revealed that uh, you are with him all the time in, in glory. Now, let's unpack this for a minute. When you came to Christ, before you came to Christ, your whole orientation was in one world. What you could see, feel, taste, touch, and hear. It was material. It was physical. Your spirit was dead in trespasses and sin. And so you had no connection, no ability. You know, the Bible says that spirit things are only discerned and understood by spiritual beings. The natural man does not understand those things. And so, so what happened was that when you got saved, if you've been saved and come into a real relationship with Christ, you've been joined together with Christ and where he is, there you are. Hmm. And the Bible says that he is seated at the right hand of God. Now we can kind of, you know, play this off or give some kind of theological mumbo jumbo about it. But I kind of believe what the Bible says, that my life is hidden with Christ in God. Now what that means is, I have the ability now to literally live all the time in two worlds. Mm. And God has transferred me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. I have access to both. I often, Kyle, use the, the uh, illustration of the old film, The Matrix, you know, where there were some people that just lived on earth and they had no thought of anything but that physical world but there was a whole nother world going on and it was a spiritual world and there was good and evil and the beings in the spiritual world could live in both worlds and they affected the physical world. Hmm. Now that's, that really is a perfect illustration 
of the reality of what the Christian life is. Mm-hmm. But we don't realize that. We, we don't avail ourselves of the opportunity to live in both those worlds, to see what's going on in heaven and mm-hmm. to bring it down to earth. And so God, in his beauty, sent Christ to live as a man to show us how to do this. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, uh, I don't do anything on my own initiative. What I see my father doing, now how did he see that? That's what I do. And what I hear my father saying, well, that's, the, that's what I say. I do nothing on my own initiative. The words that, I, that you're hearing are my father's words. Mm-hmm. I'm just the channel through which this is coming. And we have this, and this is what prayer is all about. And so that's why one day when the disciples said, Jesus, show us how to pray. Teach us how to pray. He said, well, pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it's being done right now in heaven. So because we have the ability to enter into the throne room of God through the means of word-centered prayer, mm-hmm. we literally can know heaven's will and the kingdom's plan. And prayer, Kyle, is a key that brings that from mm-hmm. heaven to earth. This, mm-hmm. is, this is amazing. And you see it played out all through human history. And the great people, the great saints of God that were used by God, maybe a humble guy in a factory. It may have been mother. My mother knelt at at our beds every day after we went to school and prayed heaven down over our lives and our days. And I, anything in our lives come came out of my mother's prayers. Mm. We have the ability to change stuff by Mm. sitting in the Lord's presence in prayer and saying, God, what do you want to do? And then agreeing with God in prayer, praying in the spirit. And that's not some mystical thing. It's just letting the spirit prompt and lead us in prayer and then praying those spirit initiated prayers. And, uh, and, and God always answers prayer that he initiates. That's right. He loves, he loves to do that. So uh, as we talked about Daniel last week, Kyle, and we Mm -hmm. see this week, we have this ability in prayer to consciously walk into the throne room of God, find the mind of God and the will of God, Mm -hmm. and then pray it down uh, to earth. And and, and, And just think about this. What does God want any more? than for his kingdom to come and right. his will to be done on earth as it's being done in heaven. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're just, as you're sharing, I'm thinking, well, our perspective changes how we pray. Yeah. Like the the, the way that we see things truly are. Like mm-hmm. I, I, theologically, there's a lot here that's fantastic, you know, in, in, mm-hmm. in orthodoxy, you know, but boy, it should change our orthopraxy. You know, it should change yeah. the way that we practically approach God's presence. Like that, that I, I think one of the breakthroughs personally, I feel like I experienced in my own prayer life is when I began to believe that there's no place that I belong more than in the presence of God. Wow. No, no, 
like that, 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 because this is all going to fade away. <laughs> but I am seated with, with Christ in heavenly places. You know, we were I, made for that. I was made for that. I mean, in the, in the, in the gospel of Jesus Christ has redeemed that. And that, mm -hmm. and so when I engage God in prayer, when I walk into his presence, when, when, when I see him as he truly is, that we should approach in humility. I mean, that there, there's reverence and all those things. But when we get there, and this is the, as you're sharing, maybe think when we get there to realize I belong there. Yeah. I belong there. I, I didn't earn that. I didn't, I didn't make that happen, but I, I but I, I've been invited in. And now yeah. I'm here and like, just think how that changes, you know, praying with you, Bill, for years, how it changes, how we, how we pray is that I'm not throwing prayers into a room that I'm not in, you know, like right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not emailing these things, you know, now I'm walking into the presence of my father. And, and you're not there. praying and we're not praying just humanistically. Yeah. Right. You know, just coming up with a thought and saying, Oh, I hope that'll happen. We're yeah. praying by the Spirit's yeah. uh, leadership, mm -hmm. and and so it's it's a it's the effectual fervent mm -hmm. prayers mm -hmm. that accomplish much. Kyle, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but one time you preached a message when you were here in Little Rock, uh, and you you put three stools up mm -hmm. on the up on the stage. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and you talked about the father, son, and spirit yeah. being eternally together. And then yeah. something happened. Yeah. Right. For us. Explain that. Just tell yeah, us. That yeah. I'm going to use and that. Never in yeah. In January, I'm actually going to use that again. I was just preparing for when we preach in John, uh, yeah. starting to study that. And the thought, the reality is, obviously, every illustration of the Godhead breaks down somewhere. So I'll put that out there theologically <laughs> first. Mm -hmm. But but the illustration was, and I like most things, I I learned it from someone else. But God being one in essence, three in persons. If you have three chairs, that they were always in perfect communion together, in perfect relationship. And in the in the illustration is in the in the garden, they created man man. And they invited us into this relationship. The only stipulation was you can't be God. You can't, mm -hmm. you, you, you can come and fellowship, you're yeah. you're, but you're not God. Well, what happened in the garden was that we, we tried to be God. We wanted to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And we wanted to be equal with the Godhead, which did not play out well. And we were banished from his presence, right? And the truth is we could have never experienced his presence again. But the father looked to the son and sent the son to come after us. And so the picture is that he comes and steps into our brokenness, takes on our sinfulness through his perfect life, sacrificial death, powerful resurrection, and he returns to the father. And he brings all those that believe back to the table, back to the table so that we can. That's the John 17 high priestly prayer that they might be one as we are one. We're still not God. <laughs> he, he, that, that, that seat is reserved, right? But now we have fellowship again. And so the, mm -hmm. to your point, like the, that we now walk into the presence of God. We're part of the family. Well, and I want them to see this if they can in their mind's eye, like you, you showed us that day. You had three physical stools. Yeah. I was envisioning them. Mm -hmm. And then that Jesus went to get us. 
and then you pulled up a fourth stool. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And and sat down in it, and yeah. and you said, "Now I can sit." I'm telling. You, when I saw that, I began yeah. to weep. Yeah. Because it's true. Amen. The, we're not we're not God. Right. Uh, only He takes that place, but He has invited us into His presence, mm-hmm. and and we were made to live there. We were designed not to just visit there. It's not like just, oh, let's come home for Christmas, you know. <laughs> it's we're supposed to live in unceasing prayer, mm-hmm. right. unceasing communion with him. Right. And 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 these prayers, just think about this. Just think about God dispensing his angels. Michael, go mm-hmm. do this. Gabriel, go tell that uh virgin that she's going to, and and he has done this for eternity past. He also now as his, has at his disposal, his sons and daughters. Right. And, and they're still on earth. And so as we stand in his presence, he says, now, son, I want you to pray for this. And I want you to speak to this person. And I want this to be done on earth as it's being done in heaven. Okay, Lord. And he empowers us by his spirit. And so that we suddenly join into this activity mm-hmm. of heaven, this redemptive activity of heaven. Mm-hmm. And it goes on for all of, of time. And then in eternity, he's preparing us for this eternal kingdom where, where there will be no separation from him mm-hmm. whatsoever. I, I mean, I, just I, I just want to say hallelujah. I mean, I'm just I'm about to <laughs> I'm preach. <laughs> we done yeah. preached ourselves. I don't know what, our, what the yeah, listeners. I don't know if anybody else is getting anything out of this. <laughs> but, I mean, you done preached ourselves. Happy. Well, I listen, think you started. You started. I, I say this that it get us toward praying. But that what you said is that I'm living in two worlds, right? You know, and uh, and just this picture. I mean, I'm captured by Luke 14 the parable of the master sending the servant to compel people to come to be a part of the banquet, you know, table. Yeah. It, make, it makes me think of the promise of the marriage supper of the lamb that is to come, you know, one day. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think we just visualize these things so uh, poorly, but that God has a table and he's invited us to come, you know, yeah. and I, and I, and I'm thinking about even now we're not in the, we're in the already not yet, but mm-hmm. Bill's bill is seated at the table of God. Right yeah. now, <laughs> and yeah. and and when when you engage him in his presence that way, you can turn your face back toward where you are physically, this world, and say, "Father, what do you want to do right there?" Right, right, and that and that that you're living in 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 both worlds. But here's the truth: this the table of God is the greater reality. Right, <laughs> right. That's what that's what's ultimate and for all time. And just to think, if you engaged prayer. From that perspective, man, it just changed how you pray. Well, and the and you know what the greatest uh, tragedy is in in heaven and earth. The greatest tragedy would be for me to have a seat at that table, a place in His throne room, mm-hmm. and I spend my time setting my mind on things below, yeah, and not on things above. Wow, and am never used by God to activate his divine activity on mm-hmm. earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And, and that's prayer. Mm-hmm. I mean, prayer is, prayer is not this little teeny thing. It's an it's a all-encompassing word 
that really, I, I, the more I go, Kyle, the more I'm thinking prayer is just the Christian life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's this just walking in communion with God and everything is flowing out of that communion. Uh, Jesus said, I want my whole house to be that. I want to just yeah. be a house of this. Right. And this activity is going on day and night without ceasing. Mm. So mm. L- let me pray for us. Can yes. I do that? Uh, that this, we, we've talked about a very uh, life-changing truth right here. A very sobering, a very exciting, a very wonderful possibility and reality. And Lord, I pray right now for our listeners that uh, you would just drill this down into our soul, mm-hmm. our mind, our spirit. Lord, we would we would get this, that we have been made to literally live and move and have our being in your presence. And, and Father, to just enjoy your presence, mm-hmm. to be pulled up to the table, to sit with you in the heavenlies and just be blessed and washed and cleansed mm. and mm. filled and worship you, Lord. What a privilege. But then even beyond that, Lord, that you say, okay, like my angels, like my created beings, I want you to do something while you're on earth. Mm. And it's going to be accomplished through your communion with me. I'm going to let you be in on this so you'll learn how to bring heaven down, just like my son brought heaven down. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'm going to let you be the agents of some of this, the hands and the feet and the mouth and the eyes and the ears and the mm-hmm. and the pocketbook and to to be the agents for this, to bring the gospel and and to help people and heal people and mm-hmm. see my work done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, forgive us for wasting time. Hmm. Forgive us for ignoring this privilege. Lord, sometimes if we'd known better, we would have done better. But now, Lord, that we know, I pray there wouldn't be a day that goes by that we don't just uh, train ourselves more and more to set our mind on things Hmm. above not on the things of the earth where Christ is and realize that we've died to that old way of life, just living in one world. Our life is hidden with Christ and God. That's right. And uh, Lord, we can live a new way. So Lord, use us and teach us to pray just like you taught those disciples to pray and bring heaven down in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for giving us some time here. And man, my heart is full. I mean, just so full uh, with the privilege of being in God's presence and praying. If this spoke to you, share it with somebody. I mean, send it to somebody. Maybe if you're a pastor, sit down with your church staff and uh, y'all listen to it together and make some adjustments as we're making them uh, as well. Share it with the One Cry uh, website. has tons of resources for you and seasonal emphasis on how to engage with God. And they're there to help. So we're honored to have this time and look forward uh, to next time. So see you next week.